Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. The big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare oh hello the internet and welcome to season 261 episode 3 of the daily zeitgeist a production of iHeartRadio. This is, this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Wednesday. October, wait, no, not October. Shit, I'm already fucked up. It's November mm. 2nd, right? Yep, it's November, it's November 2nd. Let me, oh, yeah. Let me, let me pull up my magical list. And what does that mean? It's National Ohio Day, National Deviled Egg Day, National Broadcast Traffic Professionals Day, and National Stress Awareness Day. Don't be smoking stress, y'all. Only chronic. We all know. Be be careful out there. My name is Miles Gray, a.k.a. Hideo Noho, the Lord of Lancashire, and I am pleased to be joined by my very blessed and talented guest co-host straight out of Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Jockey's New! Ooh, just in case we don't <laughs> daily zeitgeist tonight. Let Jockey's make love to your ears for the last time, baby. Do, do, wow. do. Ooh, that's all I got because I pulled that right out my ass. But as per usual, <laughs> what up, Negroes? How we doing tonight, today, this doing afternoon? Great. Whenever you're listening, doing how great. you doing? How we doing? What's up, Miles? Doing all right. I mean, the uh, takeoff getting killed is definitely a big dark it's spot a, today or this morning i didn't, did not expect to read that that was very sad yeah. but other than that you know the world continues to spin so yeah mm-hmm. i can't i can't complain but I, you've been good you've been all right i've been it's been lovely man it's been it's been a couple months since i've been back so it's, it's good to be back it's good to be back in the hot seat good, good. i feel good uh you i found out take off you know got murdered earlier today too and then right before we recorded something that made me laugh is 
Ime Udoka uh, is now the Nets head coach, which made yeah. me crack up. So There's a lot, lot going know, on. A lot, lot going, going on. on. Uh, but we have a lot going on, too, on this Zoom call, actually, and this podcast recording, because we don't have just one guest. We got two guests who are podcasters in their own right of what I will call probably a first-rate podcast called Locatora Radio, okay? And this is some two people from L.A. talking all kinds of stuff, culture, politics, whatever, engaging in the real stuff that's happening. Uh, I think the last episode was about conservative, uh, the conservative Latina. Please welcome to the Daily Zeitgeist, Malamunos and Diosof! Hola, hola. Hey, everyone. How you Thanks doing? for How having you doing? us. Good to have you. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, good to have y'all. I would say what's new, but I, this is the first time we're meeting, so great to meet you. And is there anything new going on with y'all that we should know about? <laughs> As if we know each other. <laughs> I mean, our, our first big major thing is we are like new to iHeart, to the network. We just signed sure. with the Michael Cultura Network, which is like yeah. the Latinx programming within iHeart. And we're really excited to be part of the family. Yeah, we've been yeah, podcasting cool. since 2016, but to be on this level, to have this kind of game changer has been really exciting. So we're just happy to be here. Oh, you know, you 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 are, you know, legends in your own right. You've won awards. Yes. People know how good you are. I think it's only probably a matter of time that everybody began to understood that. But yeah, thanks so much for coming on. And OK, so this is something I was going to before we started, I was like. Uh, this is something I've been having arguments about, not with any of y'all specifically, but mm -hmm. I asked the two of you. Both of you are from L.A., right? Yes. yes. What part of L.A. are y'all from? So I grew up in the San Gabriel Valley, but I live okay, more like in central L.A., mid-city now. Okay. Okay. 626. Mm -hmm. Checking in. Okay. Yes, truly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in the mm -hmm. 562. I'm in southeast L.A. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. So now, and Jaquise, I said, you're from Chicago. And he said, well, yeah, I've been living here for a minute. This is now this is a question I have when you, if you're on vacation, right, and mm -hmm. you're meeting, let's say you meet other American people or you just meet people and they say, oh, hey, OK, cool. Where are you from? Do you say where you live or where you're from? Yeah, this is a question I, mean, I got. What, what's what's what is the right answer there? Yeah. At this point, I just say L.A. Like I just I just got back right. from having a black ass adventure in Europe for a month last month. <laughs> So, right. of course, you know, of course, you 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 get a lot of where are you from? Where are you from? And then you say the States and right. or you say California and then you say Los Angeles. So that was the default. But then, like, if you're worthy enough to have me conversate with you for longer than like two minutes and we start talking <laughs> and, you know, I eventually I'll let it come out like, well, I was actually born in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. It's so. At this point, I've been living in L.A. for over 10 years now. So at this point, sure. it's just easy. It makes no sense for me to say, okay. oh, I'm this from is Chicago. Get, this is where I get caught up. When I, someone says, where are you from? I literally hear that as, hey, like, what you like where are you claiming? Like, where's, where mm -hmm. are you from? Yeah. Like, not mm -hmm. like, where do you reside? Like, I'll be like, yeah. no, nah, man, I'm from the Valley, bro. I'm from the San Fernando Valley. That's, yeah. that's where I'm from. But I, the people are being like, well, it's actually more relevant where you live now. And I'm like, I guess I just <laughs> interpret that question to be like, where are you from? Like, where do you originate me, from? And I guess that's where I get. Let me up, let me but. tell you. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all worry about me still repping Chi-Town, Chicago, Southside, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. I'm still yes. up here repping the 312 and the 773. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So it's just when I'm talking to the white folk from around the way. 
and they want to know where where are you li-? they see black folks be like where you from my nigga white people are like where are you living where are you living <laughs> right, right, right. for those you people hear it differently. I think I'm saying LA thing. you know yeah yeah it's, like it's context Okay. It's I feel like, like it, 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 de- it depends on who's asking. Mm-hmm. Right. If they're yeah. creepy, if they're creepy, I firmly believe in lying to people <laughs> about sure, where sure. you live and where you're from. Hey, girl, where you at? Where you from? You know? mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Because also no. now living in Chicago, now living, you know, being from Chicago and shit, uh, this shit happened to me in L.A. at a karaoke bar. Like, I had a friend from Chicago in, we were talking, and then, of course, it was a white boy. Of course, the conversation turned to, so how about that violence? And she, like, shut the fuck mm. up. Like, I, right, you know, right, right. so I I don't need all that. But if it's a homie, I can tell the person is cool. Like, Miles, you know me well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's no shortage of Chicago pride coming from me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, no, I know that. I know yeah. that. You, you represent yeah, yeah. all the way. Okay, oh, yeah. well. Glad to know we got that little question out of our way. But first, before we get to know y'all a little bit better, let's tell the, uh, not guests, the listeners, what they can uh, expect to have in store. So we're going to talk a little bit about this Paul Pelosi attack and how the right wing just continues to, like, escalate the violence, but also, like, the really absurd rationalizations around, like, why it is or is not happening. Then we got to check in with Goop. Because they are, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow has dropped her gift guide on us. And I just mm. want to go through a couple of things because, like, I just can't even put myself in the mindset of somebody who looks at this and like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah, I need that. Thank God for that. And we might even get to uh, why the new Santa Claus, you know, series might actually be about Donald Trump. Mm. <laughs> We'll see about that. But first, <laughs> we got to ask our guests and, you know, feel free, whoever wants to answer first. And I don't say this in any particular order. Mala, Diosa, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? So I went back and looked at what's the last <laughs> thing that I Googled. The last thing that I Googled is where to watch Spy Kids, because <laughs> last oh, night shit. I wanted to watch a movie and Spy Kids is a banger and it's all star mm-hmm. cast. So, yep, mm-hmm. that's yep. me. Yeah. Wait, yeah, so like what I, I, what, what about beautiful. the film? Like just why why is it so seminal for you? <laughs> it's a seminal film because it's hilarious. Top tier. Top Cult tier. classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas, Danny Trejo, Cheech Marine, it's like vaguely Mexican, mm-hmm. you know. There's like, like some Latinoness <laughs> in it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Junie, like uh, a little boy it, with all the warts on his fingers. Alexa Vega. Yes. She's like Colombian. Yeah. Yeah. Vega. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ooh, she had a, yeah. she had a moment. Oh yeah, Jack, he's had a crush on Al- Yeah, I had a crush <laughs> on her. Have a crush on her. Oh, yes, she was fine. It's fine. funny, yo. She she went to my high school. She was a freshman when I was a senior. I remember, <gasps> and and at the time, everyone was like, "Yo, that's the girl." And I was like, "Yo," because at see, this is the like at that point, I'm this I'm a senior in high school. I'm like, I ain't fucking with no spy kids. You know, like I'm out here doing whatever the fuck I'm doing as like an 18 year old. And then but everybody in the school was so excited about her being there. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, shit. OK, so she's on a wave. OK. OK, Alexa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Action star. She's like doing stunts and karate Singing. and yielding weapons. It's a great film. So. Mm. OK. OK. You know, all right, so two questions. Two questions. One, what y'all think about Spy Kids 3D? You know, <laughs> and, and two and two, you know, you Googled it. We need an answer, man. Where where can we find Spy Kids? Oh, yeah. Where, Sorry, yeah. You, know, you can't leave us hanging on the answer. You can rent it I for ended up watching it on HBO Max. Okay. Oh. You can stream it today on HBO Max. Okay. The trilogy is, is up there. 
Oh, the trilogy. Okay. The trilogy. <laughs> Before it vanishes. <laughs> Yosa, how about you? Uh, I googled purity culture. So we're actually producing an episode on purity okay. culture. And is it back? We've kind of noticed a trend that like slut shaming is cool again. So yeah. we're we're producing an episode on purity culture and like, did it ever leave? Is it back? What does it mean now? How is it manifesting now from how you how you guys are observing it? We've seen like a lot of uh, young women on TikTok like talking Mm. about like casual sex is not empowering, you know, dress modestly, Mm. uh, do your makeup Mm. in a godly way. Like, yeah, very for us, very like bizarre. But we, you know, we think it's worth talking about. There's like tiers, there's levels because it's like from TikTok to the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade to Iran to like women getting tickets for wearing tank tops in public and Right. We we're we're going to share this story on Locatora when we talk about purity culture. But we have a friend, Melina Bobadilla, who's an actress and she's on Twitter. She's on Orange is the New Black and such. And she had an experience on a flight where a young woman in a tank top was like being verbally harassed by a flight attendant who was like telling her that she was dressed inappropriately, that she was dressed too revealing. She had to cover up and they gave her a sweater. They gave her a sweater. So our friend Melina said something in defense of this other passenger, this young lady, and they kicked our friend Melina off the flight for saying something. So, you know, we, we've, well, we have our sources and examples. You'll have to tune in for more. But that's <laughs> yeah, a yeah, case. absolutely. No, and I'm, and I'm not here to be like, okay, now show your work because I don't believe that. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think we are seeing just in general, like this overall swing back to more like quote-unquote conservative values not Mm -hmm. whatever the republican party defines as conservative these days but more like let's regress let's take back some of the liberation that was uh, that we fought for for sure yep Mm -hmm. what's something that you think is overrated um i would say direct messages (laughs) the dm the dms are dead severely overrated i think the creation the invention of the dm like really marked the decline of like human communication it's like Mm. strangers should not be able to talk to me like why should strangers be able to talk to me like it would be weird on the street if a stranger just shared their thoughts with me you know but like oh (laughs) it's on instagram so it's okay i don't like it. leave me alone do not speak to me (laughs) that's real love this What's the worst kind? What's the kind of DM that you absolutely are like, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Is there a specific genre? Because I feel like I'm sure as somebody who is vocal on the Internet and a woman of color, I'm sure people have plenty to say, but I'm I'm I don't yeah. want to jump in and assume anything. But what's the worst kind of DM that you get or you hate getting? Oh, there's so many. There's so many to hate. But I think um, obviously men are the worst. Men are mm-hmm. the worst. There are Facts. some DM dwellers that just live there. You know, yeah. And uh, they, one time, I actually, I was roller skating in Venice Beach. Oh, yeah, I was roller skating in Venice Beach, doing my thing. Nine hours later, I get a direct message from some guy who had taken a picture of me while I was skating. I could tell it was a screenshot of a video, actually, that he had taken of me, and he sent it to me via DM. And he he wrote me something really <laughs> gross that I'm not going to share on the air. But sure, like sure. that would be the that would be the worst kind, I think, of, yeah, of all the kinds. Thirst, but there's so many. Yeah, just thirsty. That's fucking terrible. So thirsty. I know. People so thirsty and gross. Also, I, you know, DMs have made have made it too easy not to think about what you're going to say to people. Yep. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, like, yeah, because that shit wouldn't work. Like you said, come up on the street like, hey, what's up, baby girl? 
just want you to know I took this video of you and I want you to see this real quick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. You know? Yeah, yeah no. you had look, Boy, them skates was looking good on your ankles, baby girl. Like, you ain't going to say that shit to nobody, right? Exactly. You ain't going to say no. that. I mean, maybe you will, but I like, mean, you I, would I think like about you it. I would hear something about that, but yeah. You, you, but right. you would think about it, you know? But in the DMs, yes. you could just like, quote shoot your shot right and then yeah. th- and then just see like all right is it gonna stay on the rim is it gonna go in and it's just made it too easy to be a creep and to be yeah. lazy to <laughs> just be lazy as hell I, I love this take love this take get out of my dms <laughs> yes yeah there's like some things people say online that they'd never say to your face never you know never. even like like mean shit or creepy shit like they wouldn't actually say it to you to no. your face it's like say it to my face then yeah and many a relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. many a career have been ruined the screenshot dm combo Ooh. like when we think of the history of technology <laughs> yeah. like that combination is has been lethal has destroyed uh empires families oh yeah 100 percent more potent than our criminal justice system. It is. Quote, it is. Yeah, it's I don't true. even know. Uh, <laughs> how about you, Diosa? What's something you think is oh overrated? Oh my God. Okay. I think that wedding planning is overrated. I think everyone should get married? Maybe. Are you wedding planning right now? Someone that I know that mm-hmm. maybe. Oh, okay. you're not supposed to talk about? Okay. Maybe okay. not. Nope. Maybe doing some wedding planning. And I think okay. that. Okay. Man, Look when you're debate. like. When you come from like a Latino family, if you don't invite everybody, you're offending everybody. It's probably you know what I mean. Right. And so I'm yeah. like, dang, people should just elope, is what I think. I think wedding planning is over. It's hard. It's hard too because like right generationally, we're in this really weird spot where you know like our parents, like people got married in like the 70s or 80s or whatever. They'd be like, yo, man, well, I made it work. Like we were able to get th- right. th- 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 yeah, because it together. was fucking thirteen dollars to get married back then. <laughs> <laughs> and now, like, it's, uh, like the markup is like, oh, you want to rent some tables? Okay, that's like yeah. eight bucks. They're like, oh, for a wedding? Oh, that's uh, eighty-two per table. You're like, it's the same fucking thing. Exactly. Like, it's just the context of the rental is different, and now the the fucking cost goes up. This is robbery. the upcharge. Yeah, it's like yeah. a million dollar industry, like mm. multi million dollar mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And so, absolutely. I think that that's overrated. So for you, is it is like the balance more of like, I I want to have everyone there, but that's also a huge undertaking to plan something that makes like brings it to the level that I want it to for my, you know, or for whatever wedding for said wedding to the point where it's like, I think the easiest, most diplomatic thing is to elope. So my partner and I have our moment where we celebrate the matrimony and nobody has to be like, hey, well, none of us were there. So it's not really like anybody. Yeah, I think my thing is like, I would rather have like. I would rather not deal with like obligation invites, you know what I mean? Which tends to happen where it's like, well, you have to invite your tia and you have to invite so-and-so. And And it's like, well, no, I don't have to actually invite anybody, you know? And And your cousin got a new boyfriend too. You got to invite, they're like, she's 17. She's 17. And it costs money. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather invite nobody is what I'm thinking. Elopement sounds more fun too, sexier, you know? Sounds great. Sounds yeah. great. Go get oh, elope, have your time together. You know what I'm saying? This sounds a beautiful thing. Can I ask this, though? Do we think that, like, if, if you just say, for instance, because most weddings is just the party. That's what. Right. So, like, if you take away the ceremony and it's just a party, do we think people would have the same offense if they're not invited or anything like that? If it's just a, cel- if it's just a party, a celebration, but they didn't actually get to hear the I do's. Right. Is that the same thing? I think people would be less offended, you know, 
which right. is it's just, wild it's just to me. the name right it's just the name of like yeah. you know hypothetical it's the name of a wedding <laughs> right yeah right i want to see the moment when you kiss right. when you kiss your partner right right I yeah mean, it's, when it's I was, weird it's weird it got to the point when i was planning my wedding i was telling my wife i was like yo like what if we told them we're having a business meeting in their <laughs> conference room <laughs> And we put up graphics like with our last names, like it's a merger. And we do like <laughs> slick graphics and then people are there and they serve food. And then like at the last minute, we switch it up on the staff and be like, yo, take it off, rip it off. It's a wedding. And be like, yo, OK, this is a wedding. Y'all know what to do. Move the chairs. Boom, 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 boom. And then you're out. And then I mean, they'll maybe say it's fraud or whatever, but I could be like, maybe we spontaneously <laughs> decided to do this at this business merger. Can you say it's fraud? Can you be like, hey. That, I'm that, sure they'll that find no a business way to party. Sue. That was a wedding well, party. We like so the fuck what? No, like at <laughs> well, that point, that's performance art. I was like that's say, a play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm like, where are my awards? Thank <laughs> you. you know what? Where are, we should start calling weddings plays now. Like yes. the actual <laughs> ceremony is just the scripted <laughs> part of the production. show. It it's might as well be yeah for the budget. And then after that it's the cast it? party. Yes. <laughs> the rap party. The rap party. Absolutely. Let's do it. We're rebranding weddings. You heard it here first. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Did you oh, did you go to the pre-production party? Oh, <laughs> right. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. The rehearsal. That's the wedding rehearsal. That's the wedding rehearsal. That's the pre-production party. And they can't charge that much. You know what? Thank you. Boom. Yeah. I was engaged okay. at one point. I didn't make it down the aisle, but next time if I, if this happens again, I'm calling my wedding a play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Will you a be production. my main partner? Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Did you see did you see the wedding of uh, Chelsea Devantes and Yasser Lester? Yeah. Like no. on Instagram no. over the top. These okay, I so saw. you know y'all know Chelsea Devantes. I wasn't Devantes? invited to that shit either. Y Yasser Lester is a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his yeah. wife's also a comedian writer. They had the wildest fucking wedding. The mm. based off all the posts, it was like it's what happens when two creative people are like, man, mm. fuck tradition, man. We're going we're going to have a fucking good time. They had a fucking live moss room where they're like yo you high go have some taco bell they had yeah. they had stand-ins for pictures so if you want for the photo booth so like they didn't have to waste their time at the photo booth they tired two lookalikes <laughs> oh, to be at the photo hilarious. booth <laughs> there's all kinds of just fun things like it i was, was over the top it was an yeah. installation i love that yeah, yeah it was exactly an that's amazing yeah it's like banksy was your wedding planner the dress code was outdo us yeah, mm. exactly. Amazing. So like That's everybody cool. came and like, you know, they was in nines, dressed Serving. in nines. It was it was yes. cool. It was cool. Absolutely. Uh okay, let's move on. Mala, Diosa, let's start Diosa, let's start with you. What's something you think is underrated? Us. I think we have been historically Truly. underrated. <laughs> Go on. I love that shit. Us. Yes. Love so it. we're yeah, we've just I think this is our moment, you mm -hmm. know. We've been mm -hmm. like put on. We've been put on in smaller ways, in great ways. But it's like, you know, when you feel like someone is sleeping on you, like, yeah. Yeah, that's how sure. the last six years have felt until now. Until now. But even wow. then, like, you yeah. know, yeah. we're gathering our flowers. Yes. Yes, exactly. And many are, are continuing to rain down and more to follow, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And Hell so yeah. is that, uh, and do you feel the same way, Mala? There's, there's no, there's nothing, no one underrated, nothing underrated like the two of you? My underrated is sitting in complete silence. <laughs> I think that is underrated deeply in our world. Okay, she just goes, okay, I like how, <laughs> Diosa, you're like, yeah, man, our podcast, you know, because we get to talking on these microphones and like we're making magic, you know what I mean? And then yes. you're like, yeah, you'd be nice, just shutting the fuck up. For a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's not what you mean, but you mean like just the being able to be comfortable and not talking and being able to just sit and ruminate? Yeah, you know, I, 
I've been dating. I've been dating for a long time. And okay. something that I've noticed is that I really appreciate being able to sit in silence with somebody like and not having to like fill the air in the space with chatter. Yeah. And I, and and other than that, just I feel very overstimulated a lot. Like we're online hardcore, like we're podcasting, yeah. digital media, like I'm watching a show and I'm on my phone and I'm on my laptop and I'm switching between <laughs> 12 different apps. It's like too right. much. So I really value the the pause now. I'm embracing the pause. Yes. Love this. Yes. Love this. Love yeah. both of these underrated. Everybody, <laughs> y'all get on these. Y'all get on these too. Y'all get on these too. They about to blow up. Send them flowers they already blowing up, but they blowing yeah. up, yo. Be like, I came in, not on the ground floor. Send flowers of respect or courtship. I came in on the middle floor. So do that. (laughs) And also, shut the fuck up, everybody. Just be quiet. Just Just once in a while. Just once in a while. Be quiet and appreciate. (laughs) Be quiet and appreciate. I think Mm -hmm. it is a test, though, right, of someone's just sort of like inner stability, not stability, or like just your wherewithal of like being able to like, I can sit here in silence and my my mind won't start racing to the point where I'm like, you better fucking say something. This is getting weird. This is so weird. Now they think you're weird. Like just (laughs) being able to be like, hmm, I'm observing because you do realize we had that skill or like pre smartphone and shit like motherfuckers would just post. And be like mm-hmm. yeah, talking, looking at stuff. And now I feel like everywhere you look, everybody has the same posture, looking down at their phone. And yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is a little bit. Yes. Everybody's going to have yeah. hurt necks by the time we Sabadee and shit and death. <laughs> I, I want I want to say this point, though, to to you all being underrated. Just real quick. I know we got to move on from act one. But no, no, no. This, <laughs> is, a, this, is, a very, this is a very common feeling as well for creators of color you know especially Mm -hmm. women women creative creators of color too but just speaking as a person of color within the creative world too who has done a lot in this business (laughs) and has done dope shit you get that feeling like how much more do i have to do to get the same admiration and adulation that some of our counterparts get who aren't Mm -hmm. as fucking good as we are like mm-hmm. that's not saying that's not mm-hmm. being cocky. That's not being cocky. That's just yeah. being fucking truthful. You know the work. There's different in, bars you know that are set at different levels. There's for sure. different bars that are set at different levels. You know, so I, I think it is. It's a it's a very common thing for a lot of us to feel like we're underrated because we know the hard work we put in. We know how fucking good we are. We know how bad some people are who are higher level than we are. Like let's just be fucking real. Uh, we know these things, right? And so when those moments come, like we 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 don't just knock the door down. We bust that fucking door down and we actually come in and say, now it's your turn to see what I've known all along. Right. And so for all you, all the Zyke gang out there, I'm telling you, I've said this for many years on this show. I said it when I had my show on iHeart on my all my shows and shit like we we don't just need y'all to be like, man, I love these motherfuckers. We also need y'all to be telling people like y'all need yes. to watch and listen to these motherfuckers because yeah. we, this is the next generation. These are the people that are doing the dope shit because we out here working and we and not fuck deserve it. We've earned it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've absolutely. Earned it, yes. So. And I think, yeah, yeah exactly. that's a hard part. I'm sure like any people in marginalized groups like you, you still you start fucking you, that imposter syndrome sets in. And like, I'm sure like you're mm-hmm. saying, you've been on the grind for years and you're like, fuck, man, like we know this shit is good. But like, what the, where's the tipping point? And then other yeah. times, yeah, like you're saying, you see other people get on and that can be disheartening. So I think it's yeah, it's it's so important, like to to believe in what you do and just to continue to do it because, you know, 
Like that's that's really the formula for success most of the time is like sincere desire to succeed at something with a little bit of talent and a lot of luck. But when that luck hits, you're ready for sure. Oh, yeah. They'll see. They'll all see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, a lot of people who like listen to our show, you know, are also c- creators themselves or aspiring to d- any words of wisdom. Uh, that you would like to, you know, scatter some some seeds of wisdom before they turn to the flowers that you will pick up? I would say literally just keep going. If you keep showing up, I think that's honestly 80% of it is just continuing to show up and continuing to put your work out there. Yeah, yeah. and I think like if you see like a void in whatever creative medium outlet you're pursuing, like that's where you enter. Because that's how we started. We saw a void and the podcasting space back in 2016 for like Latina voices, more progressive Latina voices and all kinds Mm -hmm. of different things. And we were like, okay, there's there's our entryway because we didn't we didn't have an audio background. We didn't have a podcasting background, but we made it work and we taught ourselves how to do all of it. And so I would say that for anyone, like if there's something that you want to see and it's not there, you make it yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And and don't like be afraid to let your project grow and take on new shapes and like expand. So after launching Locatora Radio in 2016. Years later, we ended up launching our own production company. So we're Locatora Productions, LLC. And last year, um, I self-produced like and I host uh, a new show on our slate. It's called Marihuanera, a podcast for podheads. Yeah. So if you're a podhead out there, subscribe, listen to Marihuanera, a podcast for podheads. And Yosa actually has a new show that she's working on under our production company as well. So I think that's another thing that I hope our trajectory speaks to Mm -hmm. is growing and expanding and diversifying and also taking your work seriously, like become an LLC, trademark the name of your show or your product or your idea, you know, like take it seriously and and treat it like a business because it could be. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll I'll say this too, people, I give advice to young podcasters, comedians, entertainers all the time. And I tell this to everybody, and it always sounds flippant at first, but I mean it in a very positive way. Uh, no idea you have is generally special because it's been done before, generally, right? So what's special about what you want to do is nobody's seen you do it, right? So right. you are at the middle of everything that you fucking do. So you got to know that. Like a talk show, there's been millions of talk shows, but nobody's seen you have a talk show. Mm-hmm. Smoking weed, a lot of people smoke weed, but nobody's heard you talk about it, right? So you mm-hmm. need to know that you are always, uh, and I'm talking to general you, you are always at the middle of everything. So, like, have that confidence in knowing that without me, this shit ain't possible, right? <laughs> you know, yep. like, if if you like my content, that means you like me. You like my content. And, like, Absolutely. have that confidence. And stop to, comparing yourself to other people. Because that yeah. is not comparing step yourself to one other of fucking your whole you shit not. up and not honoring the fact that you are actually yeah. a unique quantity. Okay. Exactly. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about fucking news after this. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. 
Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X visit tomboyx.com. You like to watch new stuff, right? Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Cause Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. And if you remember last week, Paul Pelosi, husband of Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, was attacked by a just deranged right wing conspiracy follower. You know, and sadly, these days, Republican unhinged conspiracy theorists and those Republican and unhinged conspiracy theorists seem to be synonymous in a lot of recent days. So when news first emerged about this attack, I just want to talk about how just generally the like sort of the flow of information has been about this. When the news first came out and how he was in the ICU with a head injury from being attacked with a hammer, most reasonable people were like, that sounds fucking terrifying that some person just pulled up in their house and is just swinging on people with a hammer, especially someone as, you know, like it who's, 
you know, a, whose partner, whose wife is the Speaker of the House. And clearly that attracts a lot of ire from like right wing extremists. And so once people were like, wow, this is awful. This sounds like a terrible, violent event. It just, you know, like a lot of people then were like, well, what happened? Like, how does someone with like zip ties and a hammer get into the house of someone who's the second in line to the presidency? The first reaction from the Republicans and the right wing media was just to spread like diabolical misinformation, like that Pelosi was somehow involved. He's in some kind of situation with a male sex worker and things went south. And that's what happened. So to completely just use homophobia and just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably I mean, who knows? In, in San Francisco, the this guy was in the house, maybe knew him. I don't know what that says about Paul Pelosi. Like a lot of people I mean, on the right took that fucking line and just went with it, including uh, Elon Musk, who later deleted that shit. And then uh, like the first thing wasn't to say, like, wow, this person may have may have had an imagination that was like forged in the fires of like Fox News and right wing media. That wasn't sort of the first kind of take. I mean, aside from many progressive onlookers who were like, this is clearly an escalation based on how right wing media operates. But the attacker actually debunked all those weird theories when the police were just interviewing him and saying, what the what's going on? Like, what? what why were you in this house? Um, his plan and this is really disturbing. So I just want to just say that up front. His plan was to enter the house and interrogate Nancy Pelosi, like bound her, interrogate her. And if she told the truth, he would let her go. Not sure what the truth is. And if she didn't comply, he would basically, as he said, break her kneecaps with the hammer. So she would have to be rolled into the Capitol on a wheelchair to, quote, send a message. And. It all, we also found out that he was potentially trying to find a way to lure another individual by having Nancy Pelosi there, like in his custody or whatever. And right now, the main response from Republicans at this point is either to just like laugh it off, like it's the new January 6th, like they're overreacting or just stay silent. It's some wild stuff. It reminds me, honestly, like the victim blamey kind of commentary towards um, Paul Pelosi reminds me of the way that sexual assault victims are spoken about because I mean, the setup is so okay. So like a man breaks into the house and attacks him and immediately the victim blaming and like questions about his sexuality and what does it mean about the victim? Right. And so it's mm -hmm. just interesting to see like the same type of dynamics and language applied here. So it kind of doesn't matter the facts. Mm -hmm. There's a, a way to find blame, like in victimization and it also kind of reminds me of like, in some ways, like people with the new Jeffrey Dahmer series making a lot of like empathetic and sympathetic remarks about him. Oh, he was troubled or oh, he was neglected as a kid or oh, his dad taught him how to embalm animals or whatever. But then you look back at the interviews with the actual Jeffrey Dahmer and he was very straightforward and matter of fact about like, I just did it just because it, there was n right. no deeper yeah. meaning. I'm not crazy. It's not my dad's fault. It was me. I, I wanted mm -hmm. to kill these people, you know? And so I think like when it comes to white men, like we just have this way of excusing their violence and finding ways to like to make light of it or to come up with reasons for why they do things when sometimes like people just commit acts of violence because they want to hurt people. Yeah. So that's kind of what this whole thing sort of has reminded me of. So it's fascinating mm -hmm. to see it come down on this wealthy, powerful white man, right, as as the victim in this situation. 
Right, right. And yes, have that same playbook like run on him from like the detractors on the right. It's pretty wild, too, because, you know, we know we don't only excuse white male violence. We we them television, entertainment, whatever politicians, they also uh, glorify it and fantasize about it. And we make it like thing of legend like a serial a serial killer should not be a thing of legend but also in this specific instance is so hypocritical because remember when like motherfuckers was going to like Kavanaugh's house however you say his fucking name Kavanaugh's house and shit and all the Republicans eating a steak dinner no yeah no one should be standing outside of people's houses and those same motherfuckers i ain't saying shit about somebody actually going Mm -hmm. to uh going inside making it in like Mm -hmm. attacking that person's spouse with the plan to attack the actual person dead silence or it's not that serious or blah 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 you know it it yeah. just convinces me that we are not living in a real simulation because my brain just can't compute sometimes I mean, how these yeah, things yeah. are possible. I just the hypocrisy of the right though isn't hypocrisy. You know what I mean? It's it's all their policy it's says. No, no, no. If you a cishet, you know, cishet Jude like Christian white person, you're good. You're good. Yeah. It's yeah. The rules are gonna apply to everybody else. See, you could get an abortion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get an abortion all day. But we want to make it harder for everybody else. And if you do end up, if we do find out that that happened, it doesn't matter because it didn't really. That's not a standard we're trying to uphold for everybody. It's just a tool to oppress people. And they reveal that every time with their double standards, because no, well, don't don't interrupt Brett Kavanaugh's steak dinner by t- getting in his yeah. face and telling mm-hmm. him that he's a predator. And he's actually like ushering in this new era of, you know, uh, Christo fascism in the country. Uh, he's like, don't do that and don't go near their house and don't go near his house. Oh, but y'all's house, that's fine. Just don't come near our shit. Don't mm-hmm. try and make us be, don't try and hold us to account. That's a completely different thing. But they just haven't, they can't quite cross over into fully embracing their rhetoric, which really means, no, fuck all y'all. Like, it's about this thing that we have here that we're trying to hold on to with our nails blowing off as we, you know, hold yeah. on as tightly as we can. And harm up millions of people in the process. But the thing, but the thing to that is not uh, also. Let's let's say you know what what happened to Brett Kavanaugh happened to Nancy Pelosi and Paul, like where somebody just came and interrupted their fucking like dinner, right? And the right didn't say anything. That's hypocrisy. That that is hypocrisy, like at its crux. But that's not what happened. Like they came and attacked this man and like sure. put him yeah. in a fucking hospital, mm-hmm. like. That's not hypocrisy. That is, I'm okay with that shit. <laughs> like, right. that's, that's beyond hypocrisy. Because hypocrisy somewhat requires the levels to be the same. These mo- th- there's levels to this shit. And the no, levels no, and I'm, are not trying, I'm not trying to equivocate. Floor. I'm not trying no, no, to equivocate what I'm saying. Consistently, it's like a lot of the time, especially in like, 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 Democrat, like you know, liberal media, it's like, you can't yeah. believe the hypocrisy. It's like, that's not yeah. a weapon to them. Like that's not a right. that's not a thing that they're gonna be like, damn, they called us on our hypocrisy. <laughs> not at all. That's like that like that's calling out hypocrisy, it would maybe shame a reasonable person into yeah. being like, Oh wow, I'm being wildly inconsistent and I'm like living at a double standard. But again, like the whole thing is like, look, we're we're basically like mask halfway off racists and we're just trying to keep moving towards this one thing by any means yeah. necessary, um, according to yeah. a lot of their policies. 
It's fascinating, too, because I think that there's this assumption that if you're wealthy and powerful, that you're like completely shielded from like violence or extremism. But I mean, like the bling ring, it was an entire group of kids targeting right. wealthy homes <laughs> and stealing from them. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. Sharon Tate was like killed in her home by, you know, M- Manson and them. And like Megan the Stallion was just recently broke. Her house was broken into and Kim K was held like, you know, in Paris, like and robbed. Right. And so I think it's just like also it says something, too, about when people do target the rich and powerful, because if they cannot protect themselves from extremism, then what does that say about like the little guy and the average person, you know, and and our abilities to protect ourselves? And if there's no empathy even for rich, powerful white people, then what happens to us when that violence gets directed to the more vulnerable with fewer resources who are even more likely to be victim blamed because they're racial or ethnic minorities or women or queer or homeless, what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what happens to us is the police start killing us. Right. <laughs> so I get it worries. Like, I think we should all be worried when we see like the rich and powerful being attacked in these ways because, yeah, you, know, I mean, yeah, you know, right. The escalation yeah. in partisan violence, you just it it it's like where's the ceiling? Yeah, because it yeah. it keeps going up, and I like, and I think to to your point, it's like you don't want it. Like I'm not, I don't want to live in a country where I see where this leads and what yeah. like how mm-hmm. normal shit becomes. Because the way the the Republicans are reacting to this, my God, I mean, they're completely normalizing it. Yeah. it Carrie Lake, who's running for governor in Arizona, was like making jokes at a rally. Was like, you know, they want to talk about protecting our schools. You know, nice. I mean. You know, Nancy Pelosi, she has protection in D.C., but I guess not so much at her house. And the fucking crowd was like, ah, ha, 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 Yeah, ha. I saw that clip. It's awful. It's awful that they're just laughing and making jokes and making light of it. Yeah. And I think that only continues to only like you could like further the momentum of people who are on some kind of destructive path based on the media that they're ingesting. Because, I mean, like, you just look at what the takes are, right? Like, Donald Trump, he, he went on Payless Twitter and he was like, you know, looks, I heard that the glass was broken from the inside mm. and not mm. from the outside. And it looks like more of a break out than a break in. Lies. Fucking lies. Yeah. Just fucking bullshit. Like, again, yeah. because the first thing was like, maybe this guy was a sex worker. I don't, I don't know. Even though this is in, like, now fully released materials from his interview that he's saying, nah, I was there because Nancy Pelosi's the ringleader. Right. Right. And I had to take her to task. And then you couple then you have other people saying, Well, he's from Berkeley. So he can't be right wing. And he was mm. naked once. He was a nudist. You know, that's not yeah. that's not that Republican stuff. But they completely yeah. ignore all of his social media posts that look like the inside of Marjorie Taylor Greene's brain. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's the entire party and like the ideology just runs on this self victimization and like constant mental gymnastics for their base to just keep kicking the can of like self awareness down the road. They're like, don't bro, don't let, don't fucking, don't don't look, don't try and to do some kind of analysis on what's going on. Just know here's a talking point, here's a thought killing cliche to keep you moving forward and not looking at whatever you've been doing. And all their programming is meant to either push people towards dehumanizing other groups and they're like stochastic terrorist shit or convincing their viewers that like their dehumanizing behaviors like aren't actually that at all. Yeah, it's a lot of dog whistle, like dog whistle stuff, too, you know, because I feel like 
Trump and friends and Mm -hmm. Redditors and Mm -hmm. all these fucking uh, fascist and right wing groups online and IRL like they are like heavily armed and they're like small militias and they like pay very close attention to what everybody is saying. And so I think that like Trump and friends know this and they know exactly who they're talking to and what their base is capable of. And it's like the they're they're responding to the call, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, right. Is is what yeah. is what I think is going on, mm-hmm. and just like with that guy confessing to why he went to Nancy Pelosi's house that it was a targeted attack, um, the facts don't really matter as much as no. like the, the 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 narrative and and what we would like to believe about it, which I think yeah. like a lot of people are making a lot of comparisons to sort of like you know the frog in hot water sort of analogy, and the water yeah. keeps getting hotter and the frog doesn't notice and. That's sort of where we are in a lot of ways with racial violence. A lot of folks saying things like, well, you know, this is exactly how it felt and what it looked like um, in Nazi Germany when the Nazis were warming up and getting started. Right. Right. Yeah. And it used to be a thing where like, oh, those like if the being like, man, these Nazis is wild, man. Got to keep an eye on them. And then so it's like, yeah, Yeah. man, them Nazis doing some shit over there to hey, man. So the Nazis are running everything now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, if you're if one like facts don't matter and then history, there's like a revisionism of history happening. And mm-hmm. we're, you know, schools are banning books like districts are banning books. The Holocaust can't even be taught in certain areas, you know, and so it's it's not all happening in a vacuum. It's all related. Right. Exactly. And a, and a push to have a less uh, like a population and a, you know, populace that isn't really thinking critically. Right. And I mean, you couple that with like the lack of resources and support people have. Like there are studies that show like psychologically, if you feel increasingly out of control of your life and your ability to support yourself, you will begin to be more open to ideologies that are about like extreme rule setting. Right. Because just due to the chaos of feeling out of control and like it's you can see the pieces there and like the one thing that like all activists and people that aren't like big D Democrats are like we have to spend money on supporting people yeah. like fuck all these tax cuts like we need to support people where they're at if you are hungry and shit that that the amount of mental chaos like that it, that co- like that kind of instability causes is the reason why. You're going to see people splinter off and become more extreme because they're they're going to think, well, fuck, man, I live in such a cruel fucking place. Maybe this person, although they're cruel, they're cruel to people that, you know, I don't really know. But at least I'm I have some needs met. And that's what I think is really dangerous. I just want to play this clip of Tucker Carlson really quick. I know because he's out here really on the heels of this. Right. When we've heard that the attacker himself is like, no, no, I don't know what they're like. This is what happened. He's now spinning this to say what how everyone's describing this attack isn't that terrible and hate speech isn't real. What is hate speech, by the way? All of a sudden, everyone in the media has sort of without explaining why agreed that there's this thing called hate speech that's real and probably actionable. They can find a billion dollar judgment against you if you commit hate speech. But just to remind everyone watching, there's no such thing as hate speech. Hate speech is speech people hate, usually the people in power. The truth is all speech, except speech that encourages people to imminent illegal action, like go shoot that guy. Short of that, there's no hate speech. All of it's allowed under the United States Constitution, which is our final hope. So that's that's him telling all the Fox News viewers there's no such thing as hate speech. That's the 
that's the road they're going down right now, or at least yeah, trying right. to normalize or completely yeah. blow up the concept of what hate speech is. Because I think you do know, because it's like when people get like, they're like, they said white guy on Twitch, <laughs> ban them. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. well, then what was the problem there? What was that? Tell me something. Or is that, that's not like, what are the levels here? And I'm not trying to like say that's a racial slur, but they clearly have their antennas up for things that are offensive to them. And mm-hmm. I think hate speech, his whole thing is he's trying to basically say like, unless you're inciting violence directly, then there's no such thing as hate speech. And I think this is like this really, this is this game that conservatives are playing with by like not understanding what stochastic terrorism is. Like that if you're like, they're saying, look, I'm not saying kill all X group of people. I'm just saying they're not people and they're demons mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again to the point that it will take people's perception of them and shift it fully into this is a non-human. So this person actually doesn't deserve the same rights as I do because over a steady diet of this repetition of this idea, I've now believed this person is not uh, deserving of human dignity. And this yeah. typically results in violence. It's, yeah. like, it's not like mm-hmm. it's not always saying this always happens, but that's the process to get there. And yeah. I think that's what they're really trying to avoid. Yeah. A reckoning with. I'm so tired of talking about Republicans and conservatives and like, uh, you know, I'm just I'm so tired of it. But the the sad thing is, you know, and I know we all are. But the flip side to that is, well, if we don't talk about it, we let this, you know, we let this kind of hate and these kind of values just go unchecked. Right. And 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 that has kept me going for a very long time. But even now, it's starting to feel like, you know, when you have a party of people and you have a group of people who literally cannot say it's bad to attack a man with a hammer in his house unexpectedly because that'll make you lose support in your base. It starts to feel like everything we talk about is in a vacuum, like yeah. even this yeah. show. You know, this show ain't, ain't no motherfucking Republicans listening to the Daily Zeitgeist. And if there are there, you know, like not not the same as watching Fox News and like things like that. Right. And so like and, and it starts to feel it starts to feel hopeless in a way where it's just like, who are we talking to then? Uh, besides just talking to the people who already agree with us. Right. I And and, it, and I and one day I just hope to know the answer to that as far as because like some of the shit the, where we are right now is fucking crazy <laughs> um, like if oh, you yeah. just really think about it it's mm-hmm. fucking like this dude literally got on national television was like there's no such thing as hate speech um there is allowed speech and not allowed speech and the only not allowed speech is the speech if you get somebody to kill somebody and i was just like yeah. what like what are you talking about? He talked like, about like yeah, a broke down player. He's like, hey, hate just, speech. The only speech they hating is when they hating on you. And you're like, hold on, <laughs> yeah. that's not a fucking like that wasn't a rhetorical takedown. For yeah. It. Like what are you fucking talking? It's like crazy. yeah, you were slick with the order of words there, but that's not again. And I I think more than saying like if it's a vacuum or not, I think it's more about people being absolutely aware of what is going yeah. on around them. Because I think mm-hmm, another thing that I see that's very common, people have completely retreated from the news. I know so many yeah. people who are like, man, I don't know how you do a show like that, talking about the news every day. Shit is so fucked up. Yeah, yeah it true. is. And I'm, I'm personally wired in a way that I feel like if I'm telling people about it or I'm talking about it and not at least other people can be aware and not to say that this is the only source of information, but 
that like point. part of the action is getting information to people and and describing it in a way that isn't going to paper over it, the existential threats. Like, I'm not over here going to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure the Republicans will sort it out. Like, that's how they talk on CNN and shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like this is this is a this is a, tr- a truly like we're looking at a menace like within our country of people who have completely normalized all kinds of hateful rhetoric and violence. And those people are are doing everything they can to be in increased positions of power to enact that in like a like through legislation. Yeah. And like that's those are the, that's what's going on. And I know what you mean. Like it feels it, it feels, it feels houseless like in the it, sense yeah. of like we still live right. in a white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Yeah. Sure. You're right. Yes. I think the I think that is the I think that's the play is we all have to keep talking about this, but also know that we're talking about these things and making it known. So, like you said, we are aware of Don't what be is going on like, around us. Yeah. You, yeah. you have to know when people like that are trying to run for positions of power or this yes. or people in your community, your own community might be flirting with fucking dangerous ideas that have been tailored to them to bring them on board with shit like that. Like, yeah. and just knowing, yo, y'all got to know what the fucking stakes are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You, ha- you have to take that shit seriously because there was a time where no one thought Trump was going to get elected, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you have to take it seriously, like, no matter how small a voice it is at the time, because then yeah. it grows to be fucking loud. Yeah. And what Tucker yeah. did mm-hmm. there with that little segment, Tucker is such a tricky little boy because he's so sneaky because the <laughs> the suggestion, the statement that the only bad speech is like a direct call out to murder people. Mm-hmm. It does not take that much to get folks to kill other people. People yeah. don't need to be told. They do it anyways of their own volition. Nobody got on TV and told this man to break into Nancy Pelosi's house. He concocted that plan all by himself. It takes right. very little, for example, again, uh, taking this back to like violence against women. All a woman has to do is say no to a man mm-hmm. and he will kill her. And it happens every day. It happens all the time. It does yeah. not take much to actually, uh, quote, incite violence. Pe- a lot of people are ready to, to act in right. violent ways. So that soundbite of Tucker's is so dangerous because it doesn't even take all of that to incite violence. It's the mere suggestions is all it takes to, like, really set that fire off in someone. Right. I mean, yeah, it's 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 wild how much influence that you know, shows a show like his has when he's not really even saying real shit. It's just mm-hmm. like it's like I'll give like here. Welcome to Tucker Carlson racist rationalization hour. Like I'll help mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I'll give you some sentences that will help you rationalize your thinking and your behavior. And that's what we'll do. And if someone here's a criticism that somebody might say to you. Well, let me tell you why that's bullshit is basically right. what the function of his show is. And I and I think then that's what's super dangerous because you're just furthering this like radicalization process, but yeah. we shall see what, uh, what we happens shall here. See. <laughs> we shall see guys, everybody just stay, you know, just stay, don't get caught slipping. You know what I mean? That's the thing is like disengage from what's happening in your community at your own risk, because yeah, like to, to retreat from your own community and like where you live and like the people around you and not know what's happening or what's at stake. I, I promise you, you'll have a much harder time like coming to grips with that reality than like trying to stay on top of it in real time. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with some nice news from Gwyneth Paltrow. (laughs) Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. 
Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And we're back. And, you know, Halloween is over. See you later, October. Hello, mm-hmm. November, which I guess now means like a lot of people are like, man, fuck Thanksgiving, man. It's Christmas, which I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like I like candy canes and shit. But Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, her whole col- or not cult, uh, uh, wellness brand. Goop. <laughs> <laughs> they just put out their 20. Slip of 20 the tongue, deuce, deuce, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> 20 deuce deuce gift guide this week. And I'm like. Oprah's gift guide, at least there's some shit for like regular people in there. And there's some like fancy shit where you're like, hey, man, ain't nobody putting like wearing truffled socks or whatever the fuck you're trying to push in that thing. But like the Gwyneth Paltrow goop guide is absolute like just over the top luxury nonsense. And right now, the if you total up everything in this guide, it costs $900,000. Yeah. And I just want to go through a couple of the things uh, that are in here because I Again, like I said, I cannot picture what it would be like to want any of this shit. First up is the bead joint rolling machine. Okay, this little machine right here. This is a $300 joint rolling machine. Now, look, I know you might be like, well, hold on. I like I fuck with. (laughs) Hold on a second. Uh, Hold on now. (laughs) Tell me. Tell me something. What's really going on here? 
So this thing is $300 and it's a fucking like Nespresso machine for joint rolling. You put like like prepackaged pods of weed the, and the descriptions sound mid as fuck with the weed. I'm sorry. But you put a <laughs> pod in there, press a button with like an empty pre-rolled cone and 20 seconds it spits out a weak ass joint. You know, I mean, the thing is, is the the weed and the flower, that's up to the the pothead. That's the individual. Pothead. Right. Gwyneth has no control over what we're but- smoking. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like that wasn't a good example to lead with because I'm kind of like, hmm. I want one. Really? My next boyfriend Damn. needs no, to get me one of those, don't want No, wow. not a $300 okay, weed so roller. $300 <laughs> no. show, me you love feel- me. show me you no. love me and buy me the $300 weed so, espresso. So much about these luxury items is like the convenience, right? Yeah. It's like you're making an no. investment to make your life more convenient. Here's, what I feel like. Let's, we're going to say, let's, we're, uh, we're going to do this goop gift guide thing with you. We're going to do it. But you need to know that we are bougie bitches and we love this. That's shit. fine. That's fine. That's fine. However, this is and my gripe isn't Just really no. the price or what. It's more like the like rolling a joint. Like I've been rolling. I've been twisting weed my whole life. So yeah. to buy like a three hundred dollar machine that looks like it was sit in like a lawyer's office who's like throwing people of color in jail for like mm. weed. It's like this is how I get down. Okay, there's like well, when you there's put a it dark, that way, there's okay. a darkness. I'm just saying there's a darkness. There's a dark <laughs> factor to the machine that I look at. I'm like, who's making this three hundred dollar like Nespresso weed rolling machine? Yeah, but I get what Let you me mean. Let me tell you something. Um, you know. There are potheads out there with no fingers, okay? How do you want them to roll their joints? Okay. The, the ableism. Okay. Now, see, I'm, that's, <laughs> true. that's true. You're right. Look, I'm not even, I'm not even fucking pushed back on that one. All right, you're right. No, all right. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> let my cousin Greg out of jail and let him make a weed rolling machine. Charge Boom. 500 for that mm-hmm. bitch, and I bet you it pop out some better weed joints. I don't care about yeah. the price. I just don't want Gwyneth Paltrow selling me weed machines. Right. I guess that's maybe what that's it what it is. is too. But like, what you know about weed, Gwyneth? Okay, but it, what you know okay. about weed, Gwyneth? So but Gwen, give like, me, give does, me some context for cool. the... I, I need a little more context for the gift guide. She's curating this list. Are these her items that Goop produced? Or this is just no, a no, curation? No, no, no. It's like Oprah. It's like Oprah's got favorite it. things. It's curation. Okay, got it, got it, got or, it. or basically pay to play kind of shit too because got most it. of those things yeah. when they have gift guides, if you're like an up and coming brand, you'd be like, yo man, if we give them like 10 stacks up front, They'll put us in the fucking mm-hmm, thing, which mm-hmm. will help a lot. All right, all right. So again, okay, next. okay, good. Okay, next <laughs> one. All right, all right. All right, you got, you got to hurry see. up, man. My truffle socks are starting to get a little. Yeah, wet truffle socks are starting to itch a little bit. Okay, I need hold to on. Take these things oh, off. Wait, where is this Daily Mail article? Okay, there's a couple other ones. There is, oh, this one right here. This is a two twenty eight thousand five hundred dollar black leather tufted chair. Which it says it can go in a living room or a sex dungeon, and yeah, it's like a, a bespoke. Chair, for sure. That's, That's a bespoke sex, sex dungeon chair for $28,500. Again, I'm not sure who the audience is. But that's that's just that's what they got. Are, is, are y'all are y'all in the market for a $28,000 sex chair? You know, and look, I'm not, not trying right to get now. in your business, oh, but that you? seems like a high ticket item. I just don't have the storage. I don't have the space to put it. I live in a studio. Where would I right, put right, it? I'm going to be I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with y'all. Not even the storage. I'm I'm very confident in myself, but I ain't got twenty eight thousand dollar dick, y'all. I ain't got. I ain't got. I don't think I. I don't think. I don't think I can fuck on that and be like, we made this worth it, man. I, we gonna have to right. be fucking on that for a lifetime. Because like, <laughs> you brag, twenty eight thousand like, you know, dollars for a sex chair? Nah. Yeah, give like, me the three hundred dollar oh, weed 20- roller. 
<laughs> the, <laughs> the other one roller is does not a- sound so bad anymore. No, no, no. Yeah, anymore. the weed roller so, yeah. sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the weed roller. Okay, sound- what do you think <laughs> about a? Uh, uh, what do you think about a Gucci dog dog shit bag holder? Four hundred twenty dollars. I kind of love it. It's camp. It's camp. It's camp. It's camp. It's camp. It's like Listen. you know, not something you need. It's something you want. Yeah, you I know? want it. Which right, is right, what right. This gift guide is. Also, Miles, you you know you know there are some black ass aunties out there who would have this shit. Oh, they would right love now. this shit. Oh, totally. Yes. Even though even though you tell them you like. But come on, you know how problematic they are with black people. Da, da, da. They're like, I know, but that logo, that know, monogram, boy, but that logo. when they see me at church with that, they going to know. Ooh. I said, look, I know. I'm not going to get in the way. All right. How about this? A Louis Vuitton surfboard. <laughs> Y'all need that? It? How much? Yeah. 2400 Oh, I mean. I don't know. What do surfboards run for? I mean, yeah. What's the going like, price? Like okay, 100 so, so for, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like 100 I don't right? know how much it goes for. I actually don't know. I agree. It's like who's buying these things? Yeah, it looks like it's right. It's more like I like we're not looking at like a prices right thing, but I'm like if I saw some dude who like <laughs> pulled up with board. Louis Vuitton that looks like a board, board. It looks like a skit, like you know the one that you don't quite surf with, but you see the yeah. dudes just skimming on on mm-hmm. the shore with. Mm-hmm. I think it's, but hey, do you do you? Uh, what's another one? Okay, how about this? <laughs> A uh, 239 silk baguette holder. It's a silk bag to hold oh one loose baguette in. Oh, that's fucking with this? so good. Hold on, bro. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Just I'm not fucking baguette. with that. I'm not fucking with it for the baguette. But you put some of that Cheesecake Factory brown bread in that shit. Right. Well, I'll be walking down the street happy as hell with my. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I just love I'm, it. I mean, it's reusable. It's eco-friendly. <laughs> Is he go friendly? Do we oh, keep the bread warm? Do we keep but the bread I just warm? Right, again. right. Can, can y'all help me uh, help me understand who's who's the person? Like, damn, you know how it is when I take go get my one loose baguette. <laughs> just wish I had a silk bag for that. That's why I'm like, I just yeah. love the idea with this one of someone. Yes. Like, if I saw someone that I'm like, look, I don't, I don't know you, but I want to know more. I want to know more. Oh, that's this good. is great. Hold on, hold on. Is that a that's car? A in the motherfucking <laughs> yes, this is a t- this is another one a two hundred fifty thousand dollar vintage Ford Bronco. Damn. <laughs> For who? It's like, Yo, hey, do look. you not do you not have any idea who your partner is? But you have so much money that you're looking at this gift guide earnestly. Then hey, why don't you throw two hundred fifty fucking k at this Ford Bronco? Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you, Miles. Yeah, yeah, I can't afford this stuff, but I want to be friends with the people who can. You know, <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. I mean, that's a, and look, that's our own look. If any, if society's taught us anything, that's our only way to the top. <laughs> our only way to <laughs> be mean, happy. Like, I want people to know. Oh shit! I was about to because <laughs> you can't see this, so I want people to know. I was about to say this looks like a a fucking Bronco without a roof and I see it is actually a fucking Bronco. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a vintage Bronco. Vintage yeah. Ford Bronco. <laughs> I like uh, how you're like, gotcha, Gwyneth, that's a roofless Bronco. And, and like, then she's yeah. like, it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Here's an, uh, where's this other one? Oh, it's the cheapest item in her list was this one, neon colored toilet paper for $18. Uh, me, that is so funny and random. Let me so tell you random. something. Let me tell you something. Things. I would buy that. I would buy that. There's part of me that can't like separate like what that's used for and like the 
like the neon colors. I'm like, this just is like a little out there. Let me but, tell you hey. something, man. When you live, when you live in this bidet life, you just need a little something, something just to patch you. <laughs> oh dry. yeah. Well, that's what I'm, saying. what I'm saying. I'm living bidet. And it, I'm bidet. I've been bidet life. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, those papers, those are just dabbers. You know what I mean? Those are just dabbers. Dying. And let me tell you something. My ass deserves some colored dabbers. You know, it deserves okay, some colored okay. dabbers. I get with that. How about this? This is a seventy-five dollar <laughs> nine-pound bag of shit. <laughs> no. Menorah? Okay. Nuggets? I'm sorry. It's called. I'm sorry. It's called free range goat horse chicken and cow manure. <gasps> artisanal manure. I'm. Screaming. It is artisanal manure. Okay. Uh, now I'm that, raising eyebrows. Now. Yeah. Now. <laughs> you buying straight shit? Go, take us back to the weed roller. Take it's us a, back. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally oh a bag of shit. God. Wow, Gwyneth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like, so here's just like a couple of the other things. One, one of the, like the biggest ticket item on here, or one of the biggest ticket items was a like African safari, okay, mm. on a private jet for 10 days. Let me just read you the whole description of, of that one. They say it's a 10 private jet safari experience through Roar Africa, uh, 10 days, $135,000 per person. Every element oh, of this wow. trip is... Hold on, let me keep going. Every element of this trip is extraordinary. With our takeoff, you get a private jet with 10 private suites, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then you go do all this like white savior shit and like look at Africa from like a very, right. you know, safe distance and only luxury hotels. And you're like, I've been to Africa. I know what's going on type vibes. The thing that really is like wild about this, they say this is a carbon neutral safari. Mm, that's, and I'm you like, took a private jet to get right. there. Right. And you and you helicopter around all kinds of places and like drive distances. And on their website, the way they put it is like, see, the way we do it is we we calculate all the carbon and then we give money to groups that we realize through that funding offsets that amount of carbon. Wow. But at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like they're trying to do much else except to be like, and then we give some money away too. See, but this is why people on. say we have to eat the rich. Yeah, it's like oh, shit yeah. like this. <laughs> Gwen's just doing exactly. stuff. She's just saying words and mm-hmm. doing stuff. Right. Yeah. While they walk by with their silk baguette holders. <laughs> with Listen. shit bags. And with their seventy five dollar bags of shit. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. Yeah, not shit bags. Bags of shit. There we go. Bags of shit. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Hold on. You bought a seventy five dollar bag full of shit? The shit bags are in that Gucci fucking. Yeah. That's uh, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah that's the shit bags. <laughs> and the bags of oh, shit. Oh my goodness. The highlight yeah. of this was the weed roller. Yeah. Weed roller for sure. Uh, the thing is, I don't think those. Then here's the thing: if you care about the flower you smoke, I think you're beholden to whatever they're prepackaging. Like uh, when you use like curing, like Nespresso, oh, like, just, yeah. like the Nespresso. So, that's what I'm saying. That's the problem. There is like it's a pod that like that's what I'm saying. It's not. You can't be like, oh well, I got my own. You can put just want your machine own to do its thing. Right. So is Gwen growing weed? I don't know. That's the hard thing to figure out. Like, I was trying to find out who was behind it, but there's no, like, about us section on their website. Oh, that's so not a good I'm just, sign. I'm sure you can just, we can find out who's doing something. But, yeah, the yeah. capsules. That like, weed that is are, trash. The, you know that weed is trash. Because it's going to be so oh, dry yeah. and old by the time you get through mm-hmm. all of them, right? I'm assuming. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, like, they, just like the, the percentages of the THC, I'm like, that shit is gonna get me high. This is for this is this is this is like weed smoking for like West Hills Housewives, Calabasas Housewives. Yeah. That's what Absolutely. it's for, for sure. And they'll probably like, yeah, after like two weeks use, I'm like, I just need to give it away. 
It's like, <laughs> yeah. <it's not laughs> yeah. Floss the excitement is, of it. Now bring my $28,000 fuck chaise lounge over here <laughs> yeah. immediately at the double. Too much. Man. Uh, I tell you, the thing that was worth it most for me was uh, give me that $250,000 Bronco, y'all. I want that. Okay, give you that Bronco uh, and, and get me, and I'll take that, that bag Bronco. full of shit. I'll take the bag hey, listen, full of shit and the take baguette the bag holder. Full of shit? Oh, yeah. And the baguette holder? Like people wouldn't fuck with me if I if you saw if you saw me cruising around with a silk black silk baguette holder I would be like no I, I don't know what yeah. he's into I'd be like look at my man I mean, let me walk around yeah. with that shit yeah people be like hey, you styling bro you styling bro that's what the people be Hell saying yeah. like, I know man I know I see you I with know my silk baguette holder pass uh, out man, Olive well, Garden breadsticks to everybody <laughs> just tossing <laughs> them out well Diosa and Mala thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Zeitgeist it's been such a pleasure. Where can people find you both and follow you and importantly, listen to your work and all that? So you can tune in to Locatora Radio on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. You can follow us across social media platforms at Locatora underscore radio. And I'm at Mala underscore Munoz. And I'm at VIOSFM. And visit our website, LocatoraRadio.com. It is. And is there a tweet or some other work of social media that you've been liking? Not social media, but I just watched Barbarian, the horror film on oh, HBO yeah. Max, mm. and it was so good. So it, good. You know, the plot mm. is this woman goes to like an Airbnb and realizes someone, it was double booked, someone is already there. And she decides to stay the night anyway. And so it's just so good. There's lots of twists and turns. Like you don't know where it's going. And it makes yeah. you like question like, who's the real monster here? Ooh. Ten yeah. out of ten. Uh, sh- Very good. Shout out, shout out to my homie who played the. Hey. Sh- sh- oh. I just, say, I, I just said. I just okay, said. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, on the yeah. show. No spoilers. He was here. on the show on Monday. Michael Patrick Davis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's my well, homie. Yeah. Oh wow. Amazing. Anyway, Very cool. No, nothing yeah. here. We won't say anything else. I'm not gonna say. Anything. It was so funny though. <laughs> we were talking to him about interviews he did. He was in an interview where someone was like, "Please explain your character and like what it means in the movie." Mm. Like, and they're like, uh, for people who have never seen the film. No. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Really uh, <laughs> not what is going on. Okay. Anyway, anything, any, any others, any other? Yeah. I was going to say media? right now, I'm loving this Twitter account. Liza Minnelli outlives. Do you guys follow <laughs> my favorite no, Twitter no. account? So follow Liza Minnelli outlives. Every time someone dies or something ends, they tweet Liza Minnelli has outlived all of Kanye's contracts, for example. Who died recently? <laughs> there was like an old Kanye? white guy that died. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, His contracts died, died. Who 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 died recently? There was an old white guy. Who Jerry died. Lee Lewis. Le- Le- Leslie oh, Jordan. Leslie. Yeah, Leslie sure. Jordan. Oh, Jerry Leslie Lee Jordan. Lewis. Liza Minnelli has outlived Jerry Lee Lewis. Every time someone dies, they that's all they tweet. It's so funny. Follow them. That's funny. <laughs> I love that. Love uh, that. Uh, Jaquise, man, thank you so much for coming on and helping me co-host today. Uh, where can people As find always. you and follow you? And what's the tweet that you like, man? Uh, well, you know, you can always find me in these streets, everybody. Uh, also, Comedian Feud. We got a new one coming out. One, November 5th at Dynasty Typewriter. It's a special show. It's going to be a big one, y'all. It's a big one. We got Paul F. Tompkins, Carl Tart, Lauren Lapkus, Sam Sanders, uh, Novena Carmel, Joseph Fink, and Jeffrey Craner from... Morning at the Night Vale. It's going to be a big-ass show. I'm hosting it. Come out to it. Dynasty Typewriter, November 5th, 730. Go on my Instagram. You can get the tickets. Um, If it's not sold out, I don't know. But uh, at Jockey's Neal, 
on everything. And also December 5th, Comedian View going back to Elysian, his normal home. Uh, it's going to okay. be a big show as well. So, yeah, check that out. A tweet, you know, I'm famously not on Twitter, but I've, I do follow something on Instagram, which is Black Twitter Threads. Uh, so yep. I got a couple that made me laugh. Uh, this is from at Yasmi. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, went on a walk <laughs> and I saw an orange leaf on the ground. I went to step on it to hear the satisfying crunch, but it was a butterfly. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that shit killed me. That shit killed me. And then that is horrible. And then uh, Rihanna just re- released some new music. You know what I'm saying? Lift Me Up. Beautiful, heartfelt anthem. But before it came out, everybody was expecting to, you know, shake their ass and, you know, pop and lock them knees. And so when it was an inspirational song, motherfuckers was like, what? So there's this tweet. <laughs> there's this tweet with Lift Me Up. Rihanna remembers the late Chaswick Bozeman. And then it says, y'all. And this is the tweet. This is rock. I can't get jiggy with this shit. Shut up, pink motherfucker. It's the it's the clip from next Friday when the motherfucker the African dude come in. What the fuck is this? I can't this get is jiggy what? with this shit. I can't get jiggy with this shit. And I was like, that's so true. Motherfuckers was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, <laughs> that shit, shit cracked me up, man. So that's what it is, y'all. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see some tweets that I like one uh, one of them is from Halloween it's from uh, at Ben Meckler it's just a house like from Halloween that has a sign like it's decorated it just says sorry no candy and right next to it it says vote Rick Caruso for mayor and I'm I saw like, that yeah. one I saw that yeah. one that feels about that feels about right uh, also uh, George the Cat at George the Cat tweeted maybe instead of a check mark it can be a little boot Lit like the one that you pay twenty dollars a month to lick. <laughs> yeah, let them know. And then chart data, letting you know, okay, about the charts and what's happening on the music charts. And this is from at chart data tweeted: Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You" has re-entered the top two hundred on U.S. iTunes on Halloween. So, y'all, it's it's about that time already. <laughs> Yeah. It's already it's bubbling time. up for that <laughs> shit. Uh, okay. Uh, you can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, check Jack and I out on our basketball podcast, Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. You can also check Sophia Alexandra and I talking about 90 Day Fiance on our other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. And also <laughs> check us out daily at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Got a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes? There it is. Thank you so much. Uh, where you can check out all the things we talked about as well as the song we write out on. We're going to go out today. I think, you know, just back to basics. T-shirt by Migos. One of my favorite takeoff verses is in T-shirt. Rest in peace to you, takeoff. 28 years old. Man, shit is fucking wild. Uh, like I said, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. So for more podcasts, check out Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, the, wherever you get podcasts. It's there. All right. Until next time, we'll be back later to tell you what's trending. We'll see you then. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. 
obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.